So for this fortnight's podcast, I've been talking to two really remarkable young women who are changing lives through climbing. One I can't claim to be impartial about because she's my daughter, Emily Vermont, and the other is someone who's overcome several physical and mental barriers to become a truly gifted climber. Yasmin Lazarus describes herself as a plus-size paraclimber. She's training to be an educational and child psychologist, but in her spare time, she is encouraging people of all shapes and sizes, of all abilities, to take up climbing, because it is possible. It is an inclusive sport. And Emily is on the point of building a bouldering wall in Southend-on-Sea. It's been difficult for her. It's been delayed by the current situation with COVID by over a year. But finally, the build is starting and Southend is very excited about it. Southend is a great place. The day I went to see her, to interview her, (laughs) there were kite surfers racing up and down the estuary. The front at Southend was full of people pushing their prams or skateboarding. It just has such vitality. It is an amazing place. It has problems, but there are so many people there that are really trying to turn Southend around. So there we are, two extraordinary people. I hope you enjoy it. I got on that rock for the first time and felt the the different grooves in the rock, how exposed it felt. It was it was dead silent and it was just you could hear nature and it really was me and the wall and it was fantastic. The first time that I saw her Instagram, I knew that she was a character and I love how she is clearly very talented, but how she's really real, so she shows herself like as hashtag failing as well as being successful and I just love the sight of her halfway up a mountain and having never climbed outside myself I just see see that as like wow like winning at life. Although I really wanted to I've always been quite outdoorsy but I really believed that if I went to a climbing wall I would be laughed at. Eventually I said you know what I've got to give it a go and I went and All my fears were untrue and I had the most amazing time and I immediately became hooked. I think a lot of people that do rock climbing will tell you that there is some kind of addictive element to it and I I really felt that. It's very personal and it's very all-consuming and you're there, you're on the wall, and 
you are faced with this problem and it's problem solving. It's all problem solving. You're faced with a problem and you've got to climb it. You've got to use your body to solve the problem. And once you get a taste of that and you realize that you can do it or perhaps you're so close, you just want to keep trying and you want to keep doing more and keep doing harder climbs. And for me, it was realizing that my body could move in ways that I didn't know it could. Yes, Yasmin. It's tricky though. Yes. Even if you are climbing the yeah. easiest wall in the center, you will be cheered on. If you if someone notices that you're finding it a bit tricky or that perhaps maybe it isn't something that you'd normally do, you will be cheered on. They will cheer you to the top. There is encouragement all around. Yasmin has been amazing. I approached her because I was really interested in how we can make indie rock as inclusive as possible and get as, as many diverse groups into the centre as possible. And I discovered that she's been writing some materials that can help train climbing walls like ours uh, in becoming inclusive environments. And we're also going to get her in to do some training for us, for our staff. They are doing a fantastic job because they are really seeking out how they can be incredibly inclusive they really are building it on the right values which feels like a fantastic starting point um, we have a bit of imposter syndrome because we ourselves are not top-notch climbers and that could maybe we're a bit worried that we wouldn't be taken seriously by the climbing community and they'd see us as frauds and stuff like that but then we just realise, actually, let's just be upfront and honest about it. We're doing it because we love it. It's not necessarily because we're excellent ourselves. And we want to keep that kind of honesty and, and, and that like non-judgmental vibe with what we're doing and make it also open to be as inclusive as possible. So it's not just really strong, able-bodied, like muscly men that are going to go there and exercise it can be if you've got um, a physical limitation you might have learning difficulties you might be from an ethnic minority uh, like whatever gender you know everyone feels welcome it almost feels like it takes you back to those sort of primal childhood instincts whereby you're you're in a playground and you almost ask someone quite sheepishly oh do you want to do you want to play with me and it's a bit like that because you'll say oh are you doing this climb as well oh how have you done it and it, you just start talking and it feels so, takes you back to that sort of natural childhood way of, of seeking out human contact. One of the first things that we did was we, we knew that we wanted it not to just be climbing, we want people to come and have it as a place that they can hang out for the whole day if they want to. They could bring their laptop and if they're a, I don't know, they're a freelancer or you know now everyone's working from home, maybe they can use it as their base. Uh, so we knew we wanted a really great cafe. So I reached out to a local baker who from the beginning, we've had this vision together of, we want to create a space where even if you've never climbed before, you could come and sit in the cafe and just watch if you like, and just sort of soak it all in. Or you could come and bring your kids to a climbing class and, and sit back and, and you know, there's gonna be space for your prams if you wanna come in. And uh, if you just wanna sit for hours on your laptop, we're not gonna be telling you to hurry up and, and make space for other people. We want it to be really relaxed by, We moved to Southend because I had the longing to live by the sea. What we weren't prepared for was how much we have fallen in love with it here. It's the entrepreneurial spirit that is alive and kicking. And I think that the lockdown has just proven that, that the community came out and has been supporting all the local businesses, all of the amazing new collaborations that have happened between the local businesses um, to, to kind of meet the need and keep everyone fed and keep things interesting. 
And I think in particular in South End Town Centre, it can be a bit of a no-go zone for some people. It's got a lot of boarded up shops. It can feel a bit, I don't know, depressing on some days. So we want to somehow go against the tide and be a place where people, it will draw people back into the town centre again. In some of the places where people have done that, and for example, there's craft work and there's doyos and uh, there's a skate shop in the Victoria Shopping Centre where we are, and there's some amazing businesses that are doing that and share that vision that we have of an amazing new future for the town. We just think there's so much potential there and so much cool history that we want to be a part of and hopefully we can join forces with some of them and collaborate and, and make that vision a reality. Calculs and muscles and bronze and jelly deals Spin me on.